You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Brady Bulldogs football tonight brought to you by Brady National Bank, by Emerges Furniture and Plants, by Heart of Texas Ford, and by Brady Butane. Our game also presented by Commercial National Bank, by Cortez Fencing Welding and Toaster Service, Lupke's Gym Cars and Trucks, and Heart of Texas Outdoors. Brady Bulldogs football also presented on KNL by Brady Dental Group, James Long Real Estate, Brady Feed and Fertilizer, Thomas's Auto Body and Paint, and the Old Hound Dogs Athletic Booster Club. Brady Bulldogs football. 1490 Caniel AM. Now to the stadium for tonight's Brady Bulldogs football game. Good evening, Bulldogs fans, and welcome to the third game of this district season between the Brady Bulldogs and the Great Creek Eagles. As the Great Creek Eagles come in at 2 and 0 in district play and your Brady Bulldogs are 1 and 1, so pivotal game for this young Brady football team as uh, Making that push to, you know, that push towards the playoffs, as uh, the Bulldogs are on the field, the Creek's on the field. We were trying to work out some technical difficulties we had. Uh, so either way, uh, without further ado, I'll bring in my uh, main man and uh, my right hand man, Mister Jeremy Ramon. How are you doing this evening? Oh, doing good, Raymond. Once again, just uh, glad to be here, glad to help out, and put a little play by play, a little insight for the people at home listening as you're right as i said this game is a pivotal game for the this brady bulldog team i'm sure it's pivotal for both of them as you know great creek is undefeated in district play but you know the bulldogs are are back home you know it's been a been four weeks (laughs) since we've had a home game with the bye and and everything so actually the band right now is playing the uh National anthem as they came off quick off the field. We didn't even get, to, <coughs> excuse me, to even see the coin toss as uh, everything rolled through pretty fast here at Bulldog Stadium. As we're you know, the clock at 12 minutes and uh, they kind of switched everything over pretty quick. They still had like five minutes on the clock for kickoff, but uh, I guess both teams were ready and we're ready up here in the booth. And uh, hopefully, this Bulldog game is uh, a little bit more what we're looking for as we had to, took a tough loss last week in uh, Sonora. Yeah, tough game for the Bulldogs uh, coming up just a few points shy last week, and I think the main killer, turnovers. Uh, turnovers and penalties really shot the Bulldogs in the foot last week, and hopefully, given that week of practice, some coaching insights, I think uh, you're going to see a cleaner game from the Bulldogs' offense and defense tonight. I think you're right. As you know, we've got a few more of the uh, the big defensive linemen back this week, as we were minus a couple last week, uh, and that that hurts. So anyway, as, uh, we'll go through our sponsors right quick. Uh, you're listening to Brady Bulldog Football on 1490 KNEL AM and live online at com on the TuneIn app at KNEL AM and on Alexa. At KNEL AM, uh, Brady National Bank, Beverage oh, Furniture and Appliance, Heart of Texas Ford, Brady Butane, Commercial National Bank, Cortez Fencing and Weld and Dozer Service, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, 
Art of Texas Outdoors, Brady Dental Group, James Long Real Estate, Thomas Paint and Body, Brady Feet and Fertilizer, and the Old Hound Dogs Athletic Booster Club. As Mr. Lopez has it teed up at the 40, as he's been doing a great job with some high kicks. See how the Bulldogs start this off. He's going to kick it to this near side. High, and the Bulldog player bounces through his hands, and they're still on the ground. As four or five Bulldogs converge on it, we'll see what happened as it just went through the hands of a Brady Bulldog football player, and somehow Great Creek comes up with that football. Yeah, once again, just that high pooch kick that we like to go to down the numbers, and right there for it bounces right in front of him. I think it surprised him when it dropped over his shoulder and just went through his hands there. And there was not a white jersey inside, and and a Great Creek's in white jerseys, green uh, green letters, numbers, and black pants. The Bulldogs are in black jersey, white numbers, and white pants. <clears throat> They're going to break the huddle. They're going to run a untraditional offense here with basically no quarterback. They snap it to either running back. So it's going to be snapped to number four. He's going to take it to the far side of the football field and fall forward across the 35 down to the 37, I believe. <clears throat> number four for them is Dalton Dillon, and they, like I said, they have two halfbacks. They stand close together behind the center, and they snap it to either one. So you basically don't have a full, I mean, a true quarterback and a true running back. It's kind of, uh, yeah. they're both halfbacks. Just that halfback direct snap every time, and try to keep you on your toes, a little misdirection. You don't know if you're going to go left or right. Try to slow down this, this bulldog defense. So they're going to pick up five yards there on first down. Again, shotgun formation. Number three, number four, in at fullback. It's going to be number four again. Dylan, he's going to take it across the 40, maybe brought down right at the 40, depending on the mark, maybe the 41. As a host of Bulldogs are there, but not after he picks up a good three-yard, four-yard chunk there to bring up third down and one early in this ballgame. I think maybe it might be a check with me there with Grape Creek. Just pick a side which way. We want to run. And the way Grape Creek runs the football and the way Brady runs the football, possessions are going to be key because they're going to be not as many. Yeah, both teams keeping the ball on the ground and going to eat up a lot of game clock here. Again, same formation. Snap again to Dylan. He's going to come to this near side and try to dive for the first down. It's going to be close just depending on the mark, but hey, they might give it to him. And they're going to flip the ball to this near side, and he's really, really close to that 42-yard line. And I think it's enough for a first down just from my vantage point, and it is. As like I said, they, we've got to find a way to get them, you know, second and third and long to shut down that running game. Yeah, I think one big thing the Bulldogs are going to take away from last week, you know, Sonora running that halfback through there and, and that kind of read option. And I look for this Bulldog defense, maybe not to stun as much, not just kind of stay home and stay in your gaps. As you're absolutely right, as the Bulldogs crowd in the line, it's going to be a snap right to the fullback, number 40. And he's going to pick up four and a half, maybe five yards on that. Isaiah, Isaiah Bronis, he's a big, big fullback for the uh, Eagles. As he does pick up, and they. You know, that's what they did, five yards on that last series. And then got three and then enough just for the first down. And you know they're going to go for it on fourth down and short. You know, they just have that type of offense. 
got a lot of faith in their offensive line. As they're going to break the huddle again, it's just a tight formation. Two running backs in the backfield. It's going to be number three this time. He's going to take it to that far side. He's going to lower his shoulder, and he's going to pick up two yards there on second down, and that was Josh Morgan. So it's Morgan and Dillon for the Eagles in the backfield as the Bulldogs come up with Feaster, Leon, Avila, Powell, Evans, Martinez, and the front line, and then you have Ferris, J.D. Ibarra, Mason Harris, and Zeke Jones, and Izzy Morales in the back. So here they go, exact same formation. This time it's going to be Dylan. He's going to take it to that far side. He's going to lower his shoulder and run over a bulldog and get to the 45-yard line. As Great Creek's trying to slow this game down, and they're not snapping the ball until they're inside of five seconds on the play clock or the game clock. Yeah, the, the the player they had back there calling calling the shots back there, watching the play clock, waiting for it to wind down. And I, you know, they just want to eat up as much game time as they can to keep the ball out of the Brady's offense because offense is very capable of putting numbers up fast. As you're right, and then that, you know, Sonora opened the game up last week with about an eight minute drive. You know, and they're open, excuse me, open in possession. And again, they're going to go two uh, two running backs, fullback flanking. On this near side, shotgun formation. It's going to be Dylan. He's going to take the handoff. going to bounce it to the outside and be hit hard. But he still falls forward for another two yards. As Feaster and Ibarra, you know, put some big hits on him. But give Dylan credit. He falls forward for, you know, another two yards. And that's what they got to do on this offense is just keep getting positive yardage. And the Bulldogs going to have to find a way to stunt and hold them to, you know, to a a negative play, you know, try to force them into something they don't want to do. As we're already down to seven minutes left in this first quarter, 0-0 ball game. And Dylan and Morgan again in the backfield for the Great Creek Eagles. Shotgun, he's going to take a snap. It's going to be handed off to the fullback, their first man up, and he's going to fall forward again for another four or five yards and then first down. And like I said, you've got to find a way to get them in long situation. I mean, maybe it's a penalty or you know or something. But yeah, so far, Great Creek not having any trouble first down. I think every first down play they've had has been for five, six yards. Yeah, and that's where they're making their living, and that's and that's where they want to be. You know, they want to be in the second and five and third and short. Again, first and ten from the forty-five uh, yard line is going to be snapped to Dylan. He's going to go to the far side and bounce it to the outside. Has some running room, lowers his shoulder, gets down to the 20, like seven yard line. That was a big play there for the Eagles. You know, and you've got to show him respect up the middle because they've already shown they can run the ball, and then he bounces it to the outside. And it's going to be a tough go for this Bulldog defense if they can't find a way to shut down this run game of the Eagles. So again, it's, you know, Feaster, Leon, uh, Mr. Madrano checked into this ballgame now at linebacker. Same formation. Be Dylan this time. He's going to be hit in the backfield by Leon. Pick up just a yard, and that's probably the uh, best defensive 
play for the Bulldogs early in this ballgame just to hold him to one yard. And again, they're in four, four down territory there inside the 30-yard uh, line. So expect them to go run-run here. And the Bulldogs' defense is a huge opportunity for them to cause a four and out and, and get this ball back. Yeah, I think Great Creek definitely in four-down territory and showing no change in their game plan so far. They're just going to keep running the ball at the Bulldog defense. Again, same formation. Again, Dillon's going to come to this near side. The Bulldogs have a guy in the backfield. He's still able to slide forward, and that's a great spot by this guy. I thought his knee hit, and he was down at about the 31, but they're going to give him the 30 and a half. So that's going to bring up huge fourth and a half yard as the Bulldogs stunted to the right side, just wasn't able to make that play. And on this offense, against this offense, you have to come up with that stop. So again, first down and a half, and look, where by the time they snap this ball, it'll be about four, a little over four minutes left in this first quarter. They're going to come up to the line quick. Double short formation. It's going to be number, and it's going to be a bad snap, and that's a big break for the Great uh, Timeout. That was a huge break for the Great Creek Eagles. Is that had seven, uh, six points right all over for the Bulldogs? Yeah, look, I don't know. I get, play clock was getting down pretty low, so Great Creek calling timeout. But you're exactly right. Bad snap came out, and Bulldog defender picks that up, and there was nobody between him and six points in the end zone. Except that pink bulldog right there about the 20. That's about the only person he had to get around. But Hopefully it, hopefully he doesn't get tripped up by the turf monster down there. So uh, was that, Did they call that uh, timeout on Grape Creek? I didn't see the ref. Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. So looks like he didn't see it either. Statistician even missed that. 0 for 3 up here. I was too busy staring down here at the ball. That's I was a just bumble. around. So the Bulldogs break the huddle. And not a good sight here if you're a Bulldog fan. Number seven trying to stretch out an ankle twist that he had there on that third down stop. And here's Grape Creek going to come back on this fourth and half a yard. Could be a big turning point here in this ballgame. If the Bulldogs defense is able to hold them for a stop. They're going to break the other. they got a wing back to this near side and the fullback on this near side. Two running backs as they look back at their coach to get a play from the defensive alignment of the Bulldogs. And, he, the center, and the fullback runs underneath the fullback and takes the snap. And there's a good play there by Great Creek as both running backs were looking back at the coach for the play, and the fullback just got in the center and ran a quarterback sneak. So first and 10, right at the, just uh, inside the 25-yard line. So new fresh downs, and look at that. It's, it'll be three and a half minutes before they snap this ball. It could be a four, could be just four possessions in this football game. And look at that. They're in no hurry. They wait till 10 seconds to break the huddle. So again, same formation. Two running backs. Dylan and Morgan in the backfield. It's going to be Dylan in reverse to number 33 to the far side of the football field. 
and he's got Oakland running into the five ten. I mean, the five touchdown. Great Creek, and they set that play up perfectly as every Bulldog player went with the flow of of the running backs, and he ran a little counter reverse from the wing back position, number thirty three, Colton Walker, and the Eagles take a seven to nothing lead. And you know, you can't be surprised if they beat Ballinger pretty handily. I mean. It was close, but, you know, they had to lead the whole game. Yeah, coming in 2-0 and in district, and that's no no short feat. I mean, Ballinger is a very good team, and for them to, to come out on top of them, it says something about the program they have going over there. And number 33, Walker for the extra point, and it is good. So we'll go ahead and take a 30-second uh, timeout ourselves. When we come back, we'll have the kickoff to the Bulldogs. And we're back here at Bulldog Stadium, where Grape Creek has a seven to nothing lead over the Brady Bulldogs with three minutes and thirteen seconds left to go in the first quarter. As Grape Creek was able to take their opening drive and just methodically drive it down the field. Yeah, first possession of the game for Grape Creek never really got into trouble, picking up big gains on first down, second down, third down, you know, third and short, but. I think the huge tale so far is that drive for Great Creek lasted eight minutes and 48 seconds. 47 seconds. 47 seconds. And we had an opportunity to take that opening kickoff and, you know, get it ourselves. You know, the Bulldogs have had a couple opportunities to, to make some plays, and you get in district play, and then you're playing against a 2-0 and team. In district, you get an opportunity to make a play, you got to make it. So number three, Landon, Landon Crow. I'm sorry, I've been calling him Morgan. Number two is Morgan. Number three has been in the backfield all night with, with Dylan. He looks like he's going to kick it to the onside, far side of the football field. He has it teed up, and he's going to kick it, and it's actually going to go backwards. And it rolls just to the 42 red line. I've seen a lot of things in football, but I've never seen that. A, a one-yard kickoff. Or was it two? No, it, it it stopped right there for one yard. And then you're right. I think maybe he was going for that high pooch kick that we like to do and well, just spun off his foot. They're giving him the 40, 42? 42 yard line. So a two yard kickoff. Bulldogs have great field position here. They're going to break the huddle. They got twins to this near side. Shotgun formation. Baronet being flanked by Ibarra. No, that's, that's Zeke Jones. They're going to fake it to him. The Bernard's going to keep it running right up the middle. He's got room. He's on his horse. He's out across the 20, down to the 15-yard line. And it was a great first down play as there is a eagle down here at back at the 40-yard line. But still a great run there on first down. And we didn't see that much last, last week at all. No, I was just about to say I like, I like where that play went from the very beginning because Baronet just faking it and keeping it and calling his own number. And when he runs the ball, he runs hard, and he's, he can find those holes and pick up big chunks of yardage. Yes, he's about 6'2", six, 6'3", six, probably. He's built like a, a baseball player, but uh, runs the football well. 
So again, we're going to go pistol formation. Twins to this near side. Morales and Ferris in the slot. Garza at the top by himself. Going to move, shift over to regular full shotgun. Zeke's going to take it to this near side. He's got some running room. Makes one man miss. Gets to the corner. He's going to try to dive to the end zone. He hits the pile on, but they're going to call him out at about the one-yard line. But great individual effort by the sophomore to have the rips to just try to dive to that pylon. I, I mean, the pylon is six yards away where you hit it with the ball. So maybe, maybe his foot got on the line and we couldn't see it. They're going to mark him out at the two, but Bulldog's going quick. Tw- tw- uh, twins to the far side of the football field. Shotgun formation. Baronet <clears throat> will take the snap, hand it to Jones up the middle. He's going to fall forward to about the run, pick up about a yard. Actually, they're marking that up the six-inch line. So we'll pick up a yard and a half. It's going to bring up second down and goal from the six-inch line. I'd like to see just get under center. You know, use that, that six-foot-tall frame of Baronet and just, let him fall into the end zone. And that's going to go back again. Shotgun formation. Twins to the far side of the football field. Snap's going to be better. Now he's just going to follow Jones into the, out the end zone. And his touchdown. And I thought maybe he was in. And there was no, he didn't give us no indication. Great job there by the Bulldogs to answer that long drive by the Eagles. And I, and I think, it's going to be a clock management game for the Bulldogs. We're going to have to score every time, but we're going to have to be able to get the ball in the second half and score and not let them, you know what I'm saying, maybe we can score right before the half and then take the lead, you know, at halftime. It's going to be kind of crazy. We can find a way to reverse things. As Lopez, again, is true right down the middle. As we like to go back to the station right quick, for our first, ter- our first touchdown of the game sponsor, Brady Flores, we'll go back to the station. Apologizes. Normally we have a a break from the, I mean a message from our radio station for the first point, first point scored by the Bulldogs, and we'd like to thank Brady Flores for being the that sponsor. They they've been that sponsor for a couple of years now. So go see uh, Brady Flores, James Petty for all your flooring needs. Exactly. Carpet, you know, whatever. Uh, we, we take it off. He's got it. Anyway, two out of three. Left to go in this first quarter, 7-7 seven to seven is your score as Brady was able to tie back up quickly on a, a three-play, 42-yard drive. Again, number 10, <clears throat> Lopez set to kick this off, and we'll see what he does. Is he, he's shown the capabilities of going right, left, left, right on every kickoff. They got 12 men on the field. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, that's five-yard penalty. Nobody's calling it. Yeah, he's going off now, but should be five-yard penalty. Against Grape Creek, though, we'll kick, do this from the 35-yard line. I hope that pink bulldog don't, don't mess him up. 
uh, uh, I think it's a legal procedure because it's just like breaking the huddle with the oh man, sorry, giving the statistician the penalty. So here we go, Lopez again, kick it this near side, same way we did earlier, and it's going to be fair caught at the uh, twenty-seven yard line. That is about the same place they started their first drive. So we'll see what kind of adjustments Coach Easterwood makes here on uh, this second drive for the uh, Brady Bulldogs as uh, Zeke Jones, safety. Uh, Ferris is a corner. Morales a corner. Linebackers, Isaiah Todd, Feaster, Madrano, Evans, and uh, we slide up. Looks like... uh, is that Harris? Yeah, number four. He slides up to play a, you know, a quick guy there on, on the line. They're going to go same formation. This time it's going to be number 22 take the ball. He takes a hurdle on the Bulldog defense there that time to hold him for about a two-yard gain. As Cooler Jettins checked into this ball game for Goat Creek and uh, was only able to pick up a couple yards there on first down, and that's probably the best job that Bulldog defense has done on first down all night. So they're going to send two receivers wide to on the off-defensive side. Another shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap. Going to try to run up the middle. That's Dillon. There's a penalty flag in that area of a hold. As Feaster and the rest of the Bulldog clan were there to bring down number four, Dillon. And we'll see what that penalty is. And I'm, let's see if it's a hold or not. He's talking to Easterwood, holding on the offense. We've got to back him up. We're going to have second down and, you know, on a long 17. Yeah, you, you have to put them behind the chains and have them have to work to get this first down. And this is exactly what the Bulldogs need to stay patient and let them make the mistakes. And now we got them backed up, and they're going to have to – pick up big yards here, because I don't think you can go for it this deep in your territory on a fourth down. Nope, so it's going to bring up, like I said, second down and uh, about 17, I believe. Oh, I mean, sorry, second down and probably 20. <clears throat> so, again, same formation. I go back to the tight formation. Two running backs. Going to run that reverse to the outside. This time... Power, oh, makes a tackle. That's thought J.D. Power, I mean, D.J. Power was going to stop him through a loss. And number 33, uh, 33 number Colton Walker for Great Creek is able to pick up huge yardage for him. Yeah, had a, Powell had a hand on his jersey and just wasn't able to, to get enough to hold on to him there. And he squirted through and picked up a good chunk, bringing, you know, into more of a third and eight. And the Bulldogs injury down there, J.D. Burrow, not sure if he's going to return as I see ice on that left knee. Huge loss for this Bulldog team at the moment. So, again, tight formation. This time they're going to run this student body to this side. Feaster has a hold of him and stops him. Great job there. He's going to be stopped at about the 34-yard line. It's going to bring up a fourth down and six for Grape Creek. Great individual effort there by Feaster on this outside. As he had a guy blocking him and was still able to get his paws on Dylan here on the outside. Because he had some room to rumble and run. He'd probably still be running if 
and Feaster had me grab the hold of that jersey. I mean, uh, grab the hold of him and brought him down. It wasn't a jersey tackle. He pretty much had shoulder pads and all. So, and that right there will be the final play of the first quarter. Seven to seven is your score, as both teams have just had one possession, and that's it. They've both been touchdowns. Uh, as Great Creek started their second one, but you know that's it's their fourth play. So anyway, we'll go ahead and take a 30-second timeout ourselves when we come back. We'll have the first play of the second quarter. With 25 years' experience, the professionals at James Long Real Estate can help you find the perfect home or ranch to match your dreams as well as your needs. We invite you to view our website at jameslongrealestate.com. Here, you can take virtual tours of some of our listings in the privacy of your own home. For more information, or if you're thinking of making a move, stop by and talk to one of our real estate professionals at James Long Real Estate, 1301 South Bridge, 597-1581. James Long Real Estate, serving you with success. As we're back here at Brady Bulldog Stadium, Brady Bulldog 7, Great Creek Eagles 7, 12 minutes left to go in this second quarter as this is the very first play. As Great Creek looks like they're going to send a guy back to punt, Bulldogs are not falling for anything. They're going to keep everybody. Nope, they're going to send Zeke Jones back. And he's always dangerous in the open field. I uh, can't see who's punting for Great Creek. 89, snap his back, kick his up going to be a high kick, going to be returnable, and he lets it bounce in front of him and takes a Grape Creek bounce all the way down to the 10-yard line. It's, oh, I thought he was going to come. He had room to run on that one, but didn't feel comfortable with uh, the right jerseys coming down. So that makes a big, big bounce for Grape Creek, so the Bulldogs will be 90 yards away uh, from Pater. And he looked like he was coming up to make the, make the catch. Yeah, I thought he was going to do the, the run underneath and catch it running and go, but like you said, didn't feel comfortable, made the smart move, back off, and you live to keep playing. Yeah, so first and 10, Bulldogs from the 10-yard line, going to go to Twins to the far side of the football field. Zeke Jones in the backfield with Baronet. They're going to get him to jump off sides. Free play for the Bulldogs. Aiden Burnett is just going to heave it down the middle of the field, and it's going to be intercepted. But either way, I thought they had jumped them off sides over here. Are they not going to call false start there? As they didn't. Wow. And the referee is going to come up here and talk to the line judge to see what his decision was because he didn't even move after the ball was snapped. He stood there. He's supposed to run down the field and help out, and they're not going to call it. Wow. Yeah, I don't – I don't. I think even Baronet thought that he had the free play there. That's why he threw that ball. I don't think he makes that throw. If, I mean, and everybody in the stadium thought a false start was there. And again, the uh, Zebras are not on our side. Again, there we go. Bulldog fans, another opportunity for this defense to make a stop. Dillard's going to take that. He's got room to run to the outside. Makes cuts back to the middle, but he's going to pick up eight yards on first down. And uh, he still picked, I mean, Dillard was able to pick up eight yards, bouncing that play to the outside. 
and you got to find a way to get those outside linebackers or those, those corners to come up and, and force them back to the middle. I mean, they have yet to show a pass play. I mean, you got Zeke Jones back deep. I would just send 10 guys, you know, in on them and, and force them to try to throw the football. Again, they're going to go through the body tight to the right side. It's going to be faked out. It's going to be handed off to number 40. And he's just going to get across the 35 enough to pick up a first down. And turnover is going to be a huge factor for this Bulldog team right now, especially without J.D. Ibarra and Edgar Ibarra. Because both the Barra boys are down here being worked on uh, by the uh, by the medical staff. So we're down to 10 minutes and 30 seconds in the first half already, Bulldogs. Is they're going to break the hole again. They're going to have a wing back on the far side, roll back and two running backs. It's going to be a reverse play again. This time the Bulldogs were there kind of waiting on it, but he's still able to fall forward and pick up probably two to three yards there on first down. The blocking here, you know, Grape Creek's offense, these uh, backs and these linemen running downfield and, and taking out Bulldog players uh, down the field and just letting these guys fall forward for those extra yards. They're, they're not trying to drive anybody back. They're just saying, hey, we're going to pick up five yards, and we're okay with that. You know, and you got to give that offensive line all the credit for Grape Creek. Is they're able to get a push on this Bulldog defensive line, and that's been a strong point for the Bulldogs is our defensive line. So, again, exact same formation. Dylan and Dylan's going to take a step, and oh, it's going to be number 40. He bounces it to the outside. He's got some running room, and he's just going to go out of bounds at the 16-yard line. First and goal, or first and 10, Grape Creek is, like I said, they are just very patient. It's like they don't get, you know, riled up, erratic for anything. They're very secure just to wait inside of 10 minutes, you know, 10 seconds on the, on the game clock and of the play clock, and then just fall forward. Yeah, I think patient is a good way to describe it. Uh, just has their game plan, going through it, and like you said, picking up that five yards, falling forward, always keeping everything positive. Here you go. It's going to be a number. There's another fullback in. I can't see. There's a number. Looks like 80 checked in for four. 89 checked in for 40. That's Colin Humphrey as he checked in for Isaiah Brandis there at the kind of, I guess it's their fullback. I'm not sure what they consider him. Well, they, they have him listed as BB on the roster over there? Yeah, I guess. So, anyway, it's going to bring up second down and eight. Yeah, they're going to break the huddle again. They're going to have. Uh, wing back to the far side of the football field. Two running backs again. Dylan and Crow. Going to be Dylan to that fake the reverse. He's going to try. He's got a blocker to the outside. Cuts it back across the middle. And he's going to get into the end zone for Grove Creek. And with that score, it makes it 13-7 to with 8 minutes and 34 seconds. I mean, it's there just extremely... Methodical and patient. Yeah, just taking their time, securing the snap, going down the field, 
you know, they really haven't shown a whole lot of different plays. Uh, run right, run left, that little fake reverse. But have a great throw back, The fullback dive or whatever you call it. I'm going to call him a fullback. So again, number 33, Walker in for the extra point. Snap his back, kick is up, and it just slides through. So that turnover, Barnes is huge, which to me it shouldn't have been a turnover at all. And the Bulldogs are able to get great quick Eagles jump. You know, they're not doing what he's supposed to do. Just heave it up, give you that 50-50 ball. And we'll just keep it here. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Brady National Bank, Everages Furniture and Appliance, Heart of Texas Ford, Brady Butane, <clears throat> Commercial National Bank, Cortez Fencing, Welder and Dozer Service, Lucas GM Cars and Trucks, Heart of Texas Outdoors, Brady Dental Group, James Long Real Estate, Thomas Paint and Body, Brady Feed and Fertilizer, and of course the Old Hound Dog Athletic Booster Club. As you're listening to Brady Bulldogs Football on 1490 KNELAM and live online at knelradio.com. On the TuneIn app, KNELAM, and on Alexa at KNELAM. As the Bulldogs now, you know, they're going to have to find a way, like I said, to continue scoring on every possession and find a way to stop that running attack. From yeah, possessions are key. You know, maybe Brady's to come out and think about um, we had a four and out on them. We had their turnover, so maybe it's just a switch of hands and they scored. But you're right, every possession is key. And now being down one touchdown, uh, Brady's going to have to find a way to get this ball in the end zone. So again, number three, Crow set to kick off, and we'll see if he can't get it further than two yards this time. He's back up. He pooched that one deep. Going to be taken by first over the shoulder at the 20. Going to make one man miss, not the second man. He's going to be drugged down at about the 29-yard line. It's a great catch over the shoulder on that play. He made that look a heck of a lot easier than I'm sure it was. Yes, sir. So the Bulldogs set up shop just inside the 30-yard line. As again, J.D. Barra is on the sideline, ice pack on that left knee, trying to stretch and get it, maybe something to go. But again, twins to this near side. Barrett in with Zeke Jones. Barrett going to take snap. He's going to fake it to Jones. He's going to follow, call his own number up the middle. He's going to fall forward to about the uh, 34-yard line. So five-yard gain there on first down, four and a half yards or so for the Bulldogs. We'll call it five. So second and a long five here here early in this ball game. Well, I shouldn't say early because it seems like it is early, but uh, about eight minutes left to go here in the half. Twins to this near side, shotgun formation. Bernay in the exit of the pistol. He's going to take snap. He's going to hand it to Jones right up the middle. He's going to lower his shoulder and get down to about the, looks like the uh, 39-yard line. It's going to be about a half a yard, maybe a yard short of the first down marker. So again, the Bulldogs have break the huddle again. Twins to this near side. It's going to be Keegan Ferris and Morales. To this near side. Shot gun formation. Baronet with Zone Jones. It's going to be Jones to this near side. He's got some running room. Makes one man miss. Still on the field across the 50 down to about the 
38 yard line, and there comes a penalty flag late. And this should be a late hit as a Great Creek Eagle came flying in. You know, after he was down, so tack on 15 more from about the 47, 48 yard line of Great Creek, and it is. So with that penalty, it's going to move it down inside the 40. As they're marking off, and we'll see where 15 yard stops. It's going to be the 34, 33 yard line. First and 10 Bulldogs, again, is like we keep talking about, every possession is going to be clutch. So again, 12 to this near side. Evans is going to play way right by himself. Shotgun formation. Going to be Barry. Now he keeps the ball on that far side. He's still on his feet falls and gets tripped up at about the 25-yard line, but a great first down pickup. And this is, you know, you can't call it a track meet because it's more of a, a methodical drive down the field each offense. As uh, Avila Gillespie, there's a side on I didn't see it. And that's not what we need to get behind the chains, neither. Wow. So Gillespie, Leon, Avila, Powell. Yeah, I can't see the other tackle on the other side. Looks like number 56, I think. Taylor, again, he's going to get under center. Trips to this near side. Bernays going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jones. Follows the pull. Oh, and there's a great tackle there on defense as that lineman got in the hip pocket of that guard pull and was able to trip up Jones. So that's going to bring up second down and 20. And not a good sign here for this Bulldog offense. Again, twins to this near side. Morales and Ferris. Shotgun formation. Jones flanking Baronet. Baronet's going to take snap. He's going to roll to this near side. He's got some wide open receivers. He can't get to him as the pocket collapses. And he's going to have to come out of bounds. And it's going to bring up the third down and long again. As he just did not feel comfortable throwing that football. As, you know, Great Creek, at, you know, third, second and long, they're just going to backpedal and, you know, get deep. Don't let anything beat you. You know, don't let nothing get past you. The Bulldogs can come up with a big play. So, third down and 20 for the Bulldogs. They're going to go. They're going to call a timeout. So, we'll take a 30-second timeout ourselves, and we come back. We'll have this big third down and 20 play for the Bulldogs. I take great pride in my lawn. My Raptor zero-turn mower from Hustler gives me the perfectly manicured cut I want. With the power, strength, and speed of a professional zero-turn mower, I quickly maneuver around obstacles with ease, allowing me to maneuver around life's most difficult obstacle, time. Hustler Turf, quality tools designed to improve quality of life. Find the entire line of Hustler residential and commercial zero-turn mowers at Brady Butane, 1907 South Bridge in Brady. And we're back here <laughs> excuse me. Back here at Bulldog Stadium. Where the Bulldogs are of course faced with a third and twenty with five minutes and twenty five seconds left to go in this first half. Huge play here for this. They're gonna go bunch set tight to this near side. 
Baronet's going to take snap. He's going to hand it to a reverse to Keegan Ferris, who has some Bulldogs out in front. He's got some room to run. He's across the 20, the 15, the 10. Looks like he's going to be drugged down at the five-yard line where there's a face mask, but that only is going to net us, you know, 2.5 yards. And But still, a great call there on third and long to run that reverse to the wide side of the football field. Huge play by Baronet there. Uh, coming around on that reverse for the lead block and picking up. There was two men there for him to beat and pick, picks up a big block and lets uh, Harris get all the way down in there. Down to the two. Baronet limping a little bit after the play, so not something that you definitely want to see there. Yeah, but, uh, you know, minus Ibarra down here, we've got to come up with ways to make those offense clicks. So, again, trips to this near side bunch formation. Baylor's going to take stand. He's going to hand it to Jones who comes to this near side. He's just going to slide in untouched to the second Bulldog touchdown of the night. So, great job there by that Bulldog offense to come up with a huge third down and 20 to convert now to a touchdown as Lopez is on the field to try to tie this ball game up at 14 with 5.05 left to go here in the first half. As Powell is set to snap, Morales the holder, Lopez is your kicker, snap is back, holds down, kick is up, and all three are good. So with that, down there were saying it was good unless they got overridden by the, one of the other officials there but 14 to 14 you know Bulldogs doing exactly what they needed to do right there got a little adversity with the holding penalty got backed up for the long second and 28 I think it was or 25 yeah just 20 and, you know then even having that big third down and 20 play and then just perfect play perfect time <clears throat> good blocking by everybody involved and then get all the way down to the two. And then um, Zeke Jones tying this ball game up. And Zeke Jones is going to be called to play offense and defense part of the rest of this ball game with Ibarra not looking like he's coming back in. Uh, he, he's down on the trainer's table, ice on his knee, and a lot of Bulldog players coming over and Kind of consoling him, it looks like. I'm sure he's devastated just as much as everybody else is that he's not able to be out there and helping his team. Yes, he's one of the leaders of this Bulldog football team as Lopez is now set to kick off right in the middle of the football field. He's going to kick it high to this near side. The 25 is going to fair catch it at about the 27-yard line. So good good kickoff there. And I like him kicking it a little bit deeper and a little higher. That way they're not getting the ball up to 30 to 35. So Bulldog defense again, you know, they're going to have to go a little quicker with five minutes. They can't eat eight minutes up. And the Bulldogs will receive the second half kickoff. I was just wondering to myself if they were going to try to to get the plays off a little quicker, if they were still going to let this play clock get down into the, the fives and fours. 
So they're going to break that. They're going to have a wing back to the far side of the football field. Two running backs again. It's going to be number eight this time who checks in at running back for the Eagles, and that's uh, Raymond Savidra. Yeah, he's going to pick up five, six yards there on first down as he checks into this ball game and was able to pick up positive yardage for the Eagles. As we're going to, the Bulldogs' uh, front line is going to have to find a way to scratch and claw and able to, you know, stop this potent offense of the Eagles. And again, there they don't break the huddle until 14 seconds on the play clock. Again, two running backs wing back to the far side. Going to be taken by Vidra to the outside. He's got some blockers. He's going to cut back across the middle. I mean, he's going to try to turn it back up in the middle and only pick up three yards as Caden Evans is out there. But it's just it's just tough go there. They're able to, you know, have more guys out there than we got to to stop. And third, about a half a yard, and look for that fullback. Get the football, Mr. Brownis. So again, third and a half, half a yard. They're going to try to draw the Bulldogs outside, and they got movement, which is huge. Moving, it's going to cause false start. And for the Bulldogs, I mean for the Eagles, back them up five is going to bring up now third down and. A five and a half, which is huge difference from third down and half a yard. Because if you stop them here, I mean, you've called false start. You can move. You just can't get into the neutral zone. I mean, you didn't didn't call it the other way last time. Oh, they're going to call encroachment on the Bulldogs. How did he make him change his mind? He should have discussed that over here on the Woo! Wow, you know, Coach Ushu, it has to be livid right now down here at this line judge. I don't know what response to say right here because that's, you know, clear cut and dry for us up here looking down the line. False start against Grape Creek. And then once those officials over there talking, I knew something. Well, I mean, the far judge on the far side, I mean, as soon as it happened, he had already, you know, said false start on Grape Creek. And then the. Referee comes up and he didn't throw the flag, so how does he change the call? Well, it's too late now. They've got it first down and 10. Same formation. This time the wing back's on the near side. Now he's going to give us a yeah, but it's too late now. We've been giving him the first down. So it's going to bring up first down and 15. Three minutes and 21 seconds left to go in the half. 14 to 14 is your ball game, and Bulldogs still have two two timeouts, and you got to be weary of that because if you can get the football back, punch it in the end zone, and get the ball back on the second on the second half kickoff, turn this into a 14 point ball game, force them to try to go fast and do things like I said that they don't want to do on offense. Yeah, anytime you can get a team out of their comfort zone and make them do something that they didn't draw up or design, it's going to be in your favor, and you know. Great Creek still just taking their time, which is really surprising here. So again, same formation. This time it's going to be just a power sweep to this 
is how he cuts back across the field, and he's just going to fall forward and get what he can get. And they're going to mark him down short of the, uh, well, right at the uh, 56, 57, 50, no, 46, 47 yard line. I'm looking at the 50, you know, that's 42 yard line. The Bulldog being off center is throwing me way off. Usually that Bulldog's right smack dab in the 50, and he's kind of between the 50 and the 45. But uh, either way, second down and long 11 for Grape Creek. Is they going to break the huddle or go twins? I mean, two running backs wing back to the far side of the football field. Going to go again to that far side of the football field where they had that power over, and there's going to be a big hit by the Bulldogs by Madrano right at the 50-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and four for Grape Creek. But still, they just have that extra guy over there blocking, and it was enough to spring. Looks like number eight was still in this ball game. What do we call him, Ramon Savidra? Again, they're going to break the hill again. Same formation. Third down and three is going to be same play to that far side. He's got plenty of running room. Gets across the 40, the Bulldog 45, down to the 42-yard line. With a minute and 40 left to go, they've got to set the chains, and I think Somebody called timeout. Grape Creek. Grape Creek, and uh, we'll just keep it here with a minute and 42 seconds. As they found a weak spot on that far side of the football field where they have that wing back and the fullback on that side. Yeah, Grape Creek just doing a good job on that, that far side of the field. And like you said, just kind of overloading it more guys for them than we have defenders over there and doing a good job of pushing defenders out and finding holes for those Grape Creek players to run through there and then fall forward for the first down or to pick up for, to pick up yardage, period. Yeah, it's just, they're just, like I said, they're very patient. They just have firm belief that their offense is able to pick up those four, five, six yards, you know, when they need it. <clears throat> yeah, so far, I mean, Bulldogs defense has come up big and had some big stops. Uh, to limit them for no gains or to hold them to just a two-yard gain. But other than that, just keep running it over there for the for the five and six yards that they've been getting. Again, first and ten, 43-yard line. Great picks driving again to try to go up seven points on the Bulldogs. This time they come student body this side, heavy on the near side. Going to be run this way, and they're going to blow that one dead. Because I think he moves early every time. Yeah, I was just about to agree with you, and we had the same discussion last week. Yeah, that, that whoever's not getting the ball is getting an earlier jump. I mean, even and, leaning that way is a false start. Yeah, any movement back when the ball is set is a uh, false start penalty. So now it backs him up five, first and 15 from the uh, Brady Bulldog 47 yard line. Bulldogs don't need anything, nothing more than a stop here to get the ball, you know, get that ball back in the second half. So, again, they're going to go strong on that far side of the football field. Take reverse, and it's going to be Savidra hit the hole hard as he's just finding that little gap and just exploiting it. You know, he pretty much looks and waits to his coach to see which way he needs to run the football. And I think that's why they wait so long to snap the football, is he's going to see how we're lining up 
before he makes a play, you know, call the play into his quarterback or his whatever you call him. Because now it's Savidra, and now Dylan checks back into his ball game. Same formation, strong to the far side. Sends a man in motion. Going to be the guy right up the middle, and the Bulldog defense is there to hold him to about a two to three yard gain again. It's going to bring up third down and about seven or eight for the Eagles, and they're down inside of a minute. And they might be content to just have a halftime tie against the Bulldogs. You know, I don't, they, they don't have yeah, no... I think that maybe they're betting on whoever gets the ball last is going to win this game. Again, same formation. They go strong to that far side. Send a guy in motion. Oh, there's two guys moving. That's got to be a penalty. And they're going to try to set up a pass play. And it's going to be incomplete. But still, that's, a, that's two guys moving. For the Eagles, and you know they could almost call, like I said, that every play. As one of those guys is leaning or, or moving, just that split second before they snap the football. Yeah, I think me and you both saw the same time and pointed, and we were like, "Hey, we, we see that up here, <laughs> and you need to throw that that yellow thing in your pocket." Seventeen seconds, fourteen, fourteen. They're going to back him up. They got to back him up. Uh, come on. Okay, thank you. Third down, and it's going to be third down, and then. Twelve, I believe. Oh, they're going to decline and go. Uh, go decline down. and go fourth down. <clears throat> As the punt guy, number eighty-nine, goes back, <laughs> and they send two receivers split. I'd be very careful be, for the fake with number forty. And it's going—he's going to punt it away, and it's going to go over the head of Big Jones, take a bounce at the five, and go into the end zone. So the Bulldogs are going to have should be eleven seconds. Says. Home, home field advantage because I was watching when the ref blew his whistle and the clock, and he let one more second run off. I mean, I was thinking how to stop the 12 as soon as it went across the, <laughs> the goal line. Well, you got to wait till he blows the whistle and, and does the hand gesture. But still, 80 yards, two, t- two timeouts, but only 10 seconds. But you don't want to do nothing crazy here and, you know, pick six or, or fumble recovery for a touchdown. So, no, I think you just you go to one of our our bread-and-butter plays that we like to do that has the potential to break loose for a big gain and uh, just make sure you secure the, the football. They're going to go tight bunch trips to the far side of the football field. Barron ain't any quarterback with Jones in the backfield. It's going to be that reverse play that we scored on earlier. This time it's Ferris who's going to be chopped down at about the 25-yard line, only able to pick up five yards as they were expecting that play. But the Bulldogs are going to burn a timeout. Anyway, we'll just keep it here again as a second down and five. As, uh, it's, like I said, not a good sign down here when Ibarra's got a crutch across his leg there on the uh, trainer's table. No, yeah, not not looking good uh, for him down there. And I think this is one where we need the field reporter so we could get an update <laughs> on from the training staff on uh, what the prognosis is down there. So, and if you look down on the field, you got James and James. As I'm being hit by my statistician. Either way, second down and five, long, uh, short five for the Bulldogs. Three seconds left to go. Got a uh, tight bunch of trips to this near side. Shotgun formation, Baronet and Jones. 
He's going to take the snap. He's going to take the handoff. Jones is going to hit Garza on a quick slant. He's kind of just behind him, and that will end the first half of this football game. 14 to 14 is your score here after 24 minutes of play. We'll take a 15-minute timeout, and when we come back, we'll have uh, some halftime stats for you. I know your old car or truck just isn't meeting your needs anymore. You need something better, and you want it now. But the current shortage of fresh-out-of-the-factory new cars and trucks has left the dealer lots just about empty. One option is previously owned car or truck. And at Lucas Yum Cars and Trucks in Brady, we have a pretty good selection of quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And here's an even better idea. Ask the folks at Lucas about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC. A certified pre-owned vehicle takes the guesswork out of used car shopping. They're inspected, reconditioned, and offer many new car benefits, such as extended powertrain warranty. With a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC from Lucas, you get peace of mind, without the new car price. Come on by Lukey's today and have a look. We think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And remember, you can check out our entire inventory anytime at Lukey's.com. Lukey's, your gateway to savings always. Are you ready for this? Heart of Texas Outdoors is your complete...
gotta run for shade. It's too hot, too hot, too hot, lady. Gotta cool this anger from this mess that we made. It's too hot, too hot, too hot, lady. Gotta run for shelter. Gotta run for shade. It's too hot, too hot, so so hot, lady.
a fireball in the sky over much of the U.S. It was not a meteor. I'll explain coming up. Here are the cars. Your 
And welcome back to Brady Bulldog Stadium, where you're listening to your Brady Bulldogs host the Grape Creek Eagles. The score is 14 to 14, and Brady will be receiving the second half kickoff. And before we get back to the game, the field is on the, or I'm sorry, the band is on the field with their halftime performance, and we apologize as we do not have our field mic. But once again, and just like always, the famed Brady Bulldog Band putting on an excellent performance. So let's run through some first-half stats so far for the game. Uh, first score of the game coming by Grape Creek, number 33, Colton Walker, rushes for 24 yards in the touchdown, and the point after attempt is good. Uh, Brady coming in with their score in the first quarter with two minutes, three seconds left to go. Hayden Baronet rushes for one yard in the touchdown, and the point after attempt by Angel Lopez is good. In the second quarter, Grape Creek scores with 8 minutes, 34 seconds. Dalton Dillon rushes for 14 yards in the touchdown, and the point after attempt by Colton Walker is good. And Brady coming in with the last score in the first half with 5 minutes, 5 seconds left to go in the first half. Zeke Jones rushes for 3 yards and the touchdown, and once again, the point after attempt by Angel Lopez was good. Total offense for your Brady Bulldogs and uh, the Grape Creek Eagles Brady coming in with only 15 plays for 118 yards of offense. Grape Creek, 30 plays for 177 yards of total offense. Grape Creek, 0 for 0 on the pass attempts. And Brady coming in 0 for 2 with the two incomplete passes. Uh, One turnover for the Bulldogs on the questionable uh, false start play where Baronet heaved it down the field and it was intercepted. And uh, Great Creek taking possession. That is the one turnover um, in the ball game. So the Brady Bulldog band is still on the field 
finishing up their performance. We just would like to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. We're going to run through our sponsors, uh, Brady National Bank, Everages Furniture and Appliance, Heart of Texas Ford, Brady Butane, Commercial National Bank, Cortez Fencing, Welding and Dozer Service, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Heart of Texas Outdoors, Brady Dental Group, James Long Real Estate, Thomas Paint and Body, Brady Feed and Fertilizer, and the Old Hound Dogs Athletic Booster Club. You're listening to Brady Bulldog Football on 1490 KNL AM and live online at com on the TuneIn app at KNL AM and on Alexa at KNL AM. So as the famed Brady Bulldog band is finishing up their performance, they're playing the fight song. Uh, Brady Bulldogs yet to come out of the locker room onto the field. Grape Creek is on their side of the end zone, out there stretching, warming up, and getting ready to get this second half rolling and underway. So, Raymond, Raymond's back. <laughs> yeah. I, was little, I was waiting for him to come back. I, I wanted to, I needed to talk to you about uh, the football game here. And, uh, you know, 14 to 14, kind of just, you know, the two lone scores, Grape Creek just staying methodical, doing what they want to do, and clock management. Yeah, and that turnover is going to, you know, room large. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, they did loom large in that first half. Yeah, you know, in, in the second half, you know, we're going to be minus JD Bar. You know, we saw him go off the field at halftime. You know, on crutches, so that's going to be a huge hurdle to overcome, just because he's that change of pace back, and you know, he's been putting up mega numbers. Yeah, uh, you know, every game in district. Yeah, I mean, like we said earlier, we're definitely his presence is going to be missed being on the sideline there. But still, you know, so far tonight, Zeke Jones, Hayden Baronet, really stepping up and filling that role and putting some good runs together, uh, big crucial runs at big times. Even uh, Ferris on the reverse plays, um, I think he he had that one play for uh, sixty yards. Yeah, that was. Went. That was probably, for me, that was probably the play of the first half. You know, without that, it's, it's going to be fourth down and, and a, you know, and, and something. So, it, you know, to be able to pick that up, you know, with third and 20, third and 21, huge, huge for the Bulldogs. Just, you know, not just for the game, but just for their mentality. I mean, you know, the momentum and just to keep it going in their favor. And, that you know, that's kind of what we're going to have to do. You know, uh, you know, just from my opinion, just sitting up here watching. I, you know, I'd like to see them. You know, we've had a we've had a uh, safety come down, and you know, either Evans or Harris, you know, come down and get in that four point stance along the line. You know, I think maybe let's put another big guy there, spread him out a little bit, shoot gaps. You know, on first and second down to see if you can get them in those long situations. Yeah, Bulldog defense is going to have to come up with some way to slow down what well, maybe slow down is, is a bad uh, term to use because Grape Creek being very methodical <laughs> and eating up a lot of game, game clock. But 
the Bulldog defense is going to have to find a way to limit the gain on first and second down. And maybe it is putting that, that fourth down lineman in there or um, maybe a little uh, some more stunts down the middle. But I think uh, one thing that the Bulldog defense is going to have to do is they're going to have to hold this Great Creek offensive line and not let them get such a big push. You know, they're coming through and, and pushing our, our D-line back, which we don't see see a whole lot because those front three guys uh, for the Bulldog defense come in, you know, every week, and they, they have great games. And, I mean, they're having a good game tonight, too. Just Great Creek kind of has their number right now. And I think they're, they're smaller but very athletic, kind of like um, Ballinger. Smaller offensive line but athletic. And I think, you know, it's kind of different than what we've seen all year than the big, big offensive lines. Yeah, Brady, really, no two no two weeks have been the same so far. We're only on our third game in district, but, you know, seeing the smaller, quicker line and then seeing, you know, the, the backs from Sonora that had the speed that were getting on the outside on us and then just now tonight, just the real slow, drug out, methodical, just kind of, it's almost like Grape Creek is just trying to lull us to sleep, and they're just going to, hey, this is what we're going to do on first down. We're going to pick up five yards. On second down, we're going to pick up four yards, and then we're going to pick up the first down on third. So sticking with their game plan, uh, I don't see them making any changes. I'm not sure. I've been getting some messages saying that AM station is, is <laughs> that they can't hear. I don't know if it's us or – not sure <laughs> what's going on, but the Bulldogs have just taken the field and run through their Bulldogs. Great Creek has run through their, their Eagle, and uh, both teams are getting set, ready to go uh, for this second half as the Brady Bulldogs will be receiving the second half kickoff. And it's going to be you know, one of those we're going to have to put, again, like you said, some points on the board. <laughs> Yeah, every possession is key, and you're going to have to score when you get the chances to score. And, again, there's J.D. Barr on the sideline. No shoulder pads on on crutches. Yeah, like I said, it's something to do with that left left knee. And hopefully it's maybe just a, maybe a bone bruise or something like that where it's nothing major. But we'll, we'll definitely – Keep an eye on that uh, going forward next week as uh, the playoff games progress. As again, number 33, Colton Walker for Grape Creek is set to kick off. And this time he's coming back deep to do a soccer-style kick as we send Keegan Ferris and Zeke Jones back deep. And it's going to be a high kick taken by Ferris at the 14-yard line. And he's just going to get up to the 27 where a wall of Great Creek Eagle over there to Green to stop him just for a short game. So first and 10, Brady Bulldogs. We'll see where they mark it. At, right at the 30-yard uh, line, just shy of the 30. <clears throat> So Bulldogs break the huddle, go twins near side of the football field, shotgun formation. Seek 
Jones in at running back, Baron A quarterback. Gonna take the snap, he's gonna hand it to Jones, who cuts back across the grain after the hole that initially opened close. Great vision there for him to make that cutback to pick up five yards there on first down. Yeah, all these Brady runners have shown that you know, game in, game out, just that great vision and that ability to say, I, this is not going to be there, and to know that that cutback lane is there so they can get in and pick up what they can get. As you're right, that's a great job there. Again, twins to this near side. Shotgun play, he's going to take the snap, he's going to fake the handoff, he's going to follow Villa to the outside, he's across the 50, across the 40, 35, 30, and he's going to be go out of bounds at the 12-yard line, but there is some laundry on the field right at the 47-yard uh, line of the Bulldogs. We're not sure if that will come back. This The back judge threw that flag from about the 35 on Great Creek territory all the way to the midfield. So, That's going to be holding against the Bulldogs. It's going to back them up and bring up a second down and five again. I mean, second down and probably three is at the spot foul. So the Bulldogs again shot themselves in the foot as they had a huge play there from Baronet. The twins to this near side of the football field again. Baronet, quarterback. Jones in the running back. He's going to take snap. He's going to take the handoff. Run a little wide receiver screen, and he's hit. And the blocker is able to pick it up, and he fumbles. And that is not what you want to see for if you're a Brady Bulldog. Huge turnover as Great Creek has come out and played lights out on both sides of this football now. As we try to run that wide receiver's quick screen, and the Great Creek defender was right there waiting on it. Yeah, I thought Brady had dodged the bullet there. Big hit on the screen. The ball pops up. A Brady player is able to catch it in the air and then just the follow-up tackle yeah, coming I, in right after. You know, I thought great great job by you know, the blocker of the Bulldogs to pick it up in the air, to catch it in the air, and, and he ends up getting you know hit and fumbles. So, again, same formation for them. It's going to be Dylan. He's going to try to go to the outside, and he's going to pick up good yardage on first down again. They got about four, four yards there on first down to bring up second down and six, and that was huge turnover to start this football game off. It puts a lot of pressure on that Bulldog defense to answer that call to make a stop. So second down and six, right at the just short of a 35-yard line. Great quick looking to... Take this go-ahead touchdown here. They're looking to go make a go-ahead touchdown. So, again, same for is going to be the fullback, the up-back, I guess. They're going to get right down to the – right about the 40-yard line. And if you look at the offensive linemen for Great Creek, they are a lot over five and ten yards down the field still blocking. 
get into that second, sometimes the third level for for this offense, and it's going to bring up a third down and short. Real short. Of course, you know this is four down territory right at the 30-yard line, the Bulldog 30-yard line. As again, Great Creek just taking their time. This was a huge turnover for them to, to get themselves, uh, you know, ahead of the chains there. Being a fullback again, he's going to just fall forward. He's still on his feet. And I think he's still on his feet. He's just being held up by a host of Bulldogs who are trying to strip the ball and Great Creek Eagles who are trying to push him forward. Either way, it's going to be a first down. Great Creek, if he was able to pick up five yards there on third down and short. Yeah, this Bulldog defense is going to have to find some way to disrupt what they have going on in the backfield here and, and get back there and meet these guys at the line um, and just to slow them down and limit the, these yardage. You know, I think you're going to have to start running some risk and shooting some gaps, you know, trying to guess right. I guess they're going to go strong to this near side of the football field. It's going to be Dylan again. He's just going to follow his backs. And again, the Bulldogs that time, Able to shoot some gaps, like I said, uh, DJ Powell from the far side, you know, probably shot the inside gap and, and hustled down, you know, flat down the line to hold him for a, to hold him for no gain there on first down. So now we're, we're already inside of eight and a half minutes left to go in this third quarter. 14-14 is your score here at Brady Bulldog Stadium, this pivotal Game three of the district play for the Brady Bulldogs. And like I said, they're, they're coming. Uh, Eagles come in 2-0. and oh. Bulldogs are 1-1. One and one. Again, they're going to go strong to this near side. Dylan's going to take that. He's going to run that little reverse trap play. Bulldogs are there. He's going to be stiff-armed. Still holding on. Just still dra- falling forward again, though. It seems like every play they fall forward for two or three more yards. And those two or three yards add up to first down for Great Creek. So it's going to bring up third down and a long score for the Eagles. Ball right at the 20-yard line. And the Bulldogs are going to have to stop this offense two times if they want to get this football back. And the Great Creek is, like I said, in no hurry. They break the huddle with 14 seconds every time. Same formation, strong to this near side. Crow and Dillon. And it'll be the fullback. As they snapped it short, and he picks up another first down as he's just able to eat up monster yardage here this second half. Yeah, just running behind that big, big push, push by that offensive line for Grape Creek, and just finding his holes, getting north and south. And like you said, these these Grape Creek runners are not going down easy. They're they're falling forward for positive yards after contact uh, every play. As Isaiah Briones, number 40, he's that running back that's, you know, up close. And he's just taking the direct snap. I mean, everything they do is direct snap. The only time they hand it off is when they run that counter. So, again, this time they go strong to the far side. Be that fake handoff again. And it looks like number four, Dylan, is going to get in the end zone from five yards out, which will make the score 20-14, to 14, barring the extra point. And like I said, he's just very patient. 
just keeps, you know, you think the Bulldogs are doing what they want to do, you know, and you're spreading it out, you know, springing it out, spreading it out, and he just lowers his shoulders, and he's the one hitting the defender, and it's not the defender coming up and hitting him. So number 33, Walker, set to try the extra point. Snap is back. Hold is good. Kick is good. 21-14 with six and a half minutes left to go in this third quarter. We just keep it here. As, again, the tur- two turnovers and 14 points off turnovers for Grape Creek. Yeah, costly. Turnovers are huge in this game so far. And I was confused by your statement, but, yeah, he's coming up hitting defenders before defenders are hitting him. And, uh, you're exactly right. This Bulldog defense is going to, you know, coming in for these arm tackles, we're going to have to show a little more physicality out there. And, uh, you, you put a couple of good hits on, on somebody, it's gonna, they're going to think twice about trying to run try to, you over. Trying to run that, over, that play over. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and this is going to be a huge offensive possession for the Bulldogs. <laughs> trying to, you know, overcome the turnover from the previous possession. As again, the Bulldogs going to send back deep. Number 13, Keegan Ferris, and number two, Zeke Jones, to return this kickoff from Walker. And you're right. This huge possession by the Bulldog offense here, they're going to have to put a good drive together uh, methodically and be secure with the football, no mistakes, and get down the field and get in the end zone. And this time Crow checks in to kick off, and he is the, co- the toe kicker. As he set up to look like to kick it to this near side, and he does. He squibs it right down the middle of the field. It's going to be taken by Mason Harris. He's going to get across the 35, and that's it. They're going to throw a penalty flag right there at the 30-yard line. And see what they call. It might be a block in the back or a hold, kind of in that vicinity. And we can't have those penalties, you know, on this ball game trying to make a comeback. We need every yard we can get. And it's going to be a chop block, which you know, uh, on any return, you can't block anybody. <laughs> Excuse me, below the waist. So it's going to back the Bulldogs up inside the 20. And uh, they're going to have a long field to go to try to tie this football game up. 13 to 21 with six minutes, 25 seconds left to go. And like I said, they're going to mark it right about the 18-yard line. The Bulldogs are going to be 82 yards away for the touchdown to try to tie this ball game up. They're going to go twins to the far side of the football field. Shotgun formation. He's going to hand it to Jones on that far side. He's got some running room. Cuts back across. Gets across the 25. Or taken down right at the 25. So about a seven-yard pickup there on first down. And if you go back, that holding call after Baronet ran 70 yards down to the 11. The next couple of plays is when we have that turnover. Anyway, here we go. Trips two minutes to the far side of the football field again. Shotgun formation. Baronet being flanked by Jones. Baronet's going to take the snap. He's going to take the handoff to Jones. He's going to go up the middle, and he's going to fall forward to about the 
28-yard line. We'll see if they give them a first down or not. It's going to be really close. And they are. They're going to move the chain. The first and 10 Bulldogs. And I'm sure Grape Creek more can more than content to kind of sit back, you know, and play more of a, not a prevent, but not a, you know, blitzing scheme this time. So twins to the far side of the football field, shotgun formation. Baronet in a quarterback. Jones is flanking Baronet as a running back. He's going to fake the, he's going to fake the hand up to Jones, try to get it to the outside. Makes one man miss, another man miss. Still on the field, he cuts across the field. Across the 30 down, I mean, across the 40 down to about the 42. As Baronet was down here, was near side of the football field. Dead to rights for a loss. Makes a good cutback move. Picks up about 14 yards there on that play. Yeah, like we like to say, great individual effort there by Baronet. Just uh, no quit on that play. Find the hole he needs to get to and pick up the first down. So the Bulldogs are going to break the huddle. They're going to go turn to the far side of the football field. You know, he's going to be under center with Luke Jones in the backfield. Baronet's going to take that. He's going to run that pitch play. Ball is on the ground. Zeke Jones picks it up. Still able to pick up four to five yards there on first down. As, oh, man. That made everybody on this side of the stadium hold their breath as that ball hit the ground. Yeah, there was a lot of air sucked out of the stadium right there. Everybody on our side gasping. Because when he's on that ball, is on the, on the field. It's very dangerous. Again, the Bulldogs will break the huddle. Going to go twins to the far side of the football field. Shotgun formation. Baronet is going to take that. Going to take the handoff to Jones. Going to call his own number. Going to get down to about the 50. Where they're going to call him down. He's going to bring up a third down and about three for the Bulldogs. And we'll see what the Bulldogs decide to do. We haven't had an opportunity to putt very much when we've been on short and, you know, third and short and fourth and short. We've pretty much gone for it. And I think in this game, you're going to have to. So again, twins to this near side of the football field. Feaster there, wingback on this near side also. Shotgun formation. Going to take snap. He's going to run to this side. Nowhere to go. He's going to try to cut like he does. Lowers his shoulders. As Zeke Jones just, like I said, made that up on his own as a player's design to bounce to the outside. And he cut it back across the grain. Lowered his shoulder and hit and drove a a, a uh, Eagles defender about two or three yards there. Yeah, once again, just a great read by Zeke Jones in the backfield to be patient, wait for that hole to open up, know where the first down marker is, and get and get there. So the Bulldogs are going to go a tight twins formation with Feaster there at the uh, wingback position. Shotgun is going to be Baron. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to call his own number to the outside. He has some room, and it closed up quick because I thought he was going to da- bounce it to the outside. Following Gillespie, he was pulling that way. As Baronet she's going to pick up about three and a half yards there on first down. Bring up second down and a long seven. As the Bulldogs are also, they're trying to, you know, overload one side of the football field and just, you know, try to out outman this Great Creek defense. So second down and, you know, seven, six and a half. Twins to the far side of the football field. Evans is a lone receiver on his near side. Shotgun formation. Baronet is going to hand it to Jones, who counters back across his side. It's going to be taken down right at the 40. 
and that counterplay wasn't able to pick up as much as he thought he was going to get. As give Grape Creek credit, as they're able to pick up some reads now on this Betty offense, and, and they've able to kind of slow us down some. But the Bulldogs are still third down and four, and this is four down territory for the Bulldogs also. Minute and 45 seconds, 14-21 is your score. The Bulldogs are trailing late in this third quarter. Shotgun, he's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jones, who cuts back across the grain in the middle, gets across the 35, drug down to the 33-yard line. So, again, the initial play of where the play is supposed to go is, is closed up by Grape Creek. But Jones, with great vision, able to pick up first down yardage. Yeah, Jones really showing a little different side than we've seen lately once he gets into that contact, just being that big physical runner and uh, saying, you're not going to bring me down with an arm tackle, and he's going to pick up three four yards after contact. So first and 10 from about the 33-yard line, under center. He's going to take the snap. He's going to pitch it to this near side. He's got some blockers out in front, still on his feet. He's going to pick up about five yards there on first down. And they're still fighting all over the place. And I don't know why the rest thing about the Bulldog player, but he's the one being thrashed around in the in the middle of the pile. Yeah, getting thrown to the ground late after the whistle was yeah. over. I mean, if you're going to go there and say, hey, then throw the flag, if you know it was a late hit, you know the whistle was blown. So he's ready. Get into this near side. Again, shotgun formation as Evans goes way right. Well, it's Ferris in the slot. He's going to be a quarterback keeper. He makes one man miss, makes another man miss, still on his feet. He's going to be drugged down all the way across the 25-yard line. They're going to call him down at the 25. I thought that final, you know, lunge got him inside down to the, you know, the 24 and a half. So, again, third down and a short two, as that will be the last play of the third quarter, 14 to 21. Is your score. We'll take a 60-second timeout. When we come back, we'll have the first play of the fourth quarter. Fender Benders and Collation Repair, lowest prices anywhere. Thomas's Auto Body and Paint, they do the jobs that others can't. Call Thomas's Auto Body and Paint, 325-220-0130, or go by 503 San Angelo Highway. Ask for Thomas. He's the good-looking guy. Fender Benders and Collation Repair, lowest prices anywhere. Thomas's Auto Body and Paint, they do the jobs that others can't. Texas leading outdoor radio program, Texas Outdoor News, can now be heard on 95.3 Canyon FM every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Texas Outdoor News is an hour of news, interviews, hints, and insight into the great outdoors. Each week, the program offers timely interviews with expert hunters, anglers, industry, and political leaders from around the state and around the nation, plus a weekly best bets for fishing, hunting, and more. Tune in for Texas Outdoor News, Saturday morning, 7 to 8 on 95.3 Canyon FM. And we're back here at Brady Bulldogs Stadium to start this fourth quarter of this third district uh, third district game of the season. It is a very pivotal game for both clubs. Great Creek's trying to remain undefeated. The Bulldogs trying to prove to improve to two and one. They're going to go twins to the far side of the football field. Bare in a quarterback, shotgun formation, flanked by Jones. 
going to be Jones with the handoff right up the middle. He's bouncing to the outside, and he's going to take this one to the house. Touchdown, Brady Bulldogs. And Jones just busted that one for 25 yards. That's how the way they needed to start the third fourth quarter. Yeah, big play here by Jones, just bouncing it to the outside, showing that speed he has. Good job by that offensive line and all the uh, backs there holding their blocks on the outside. Yeah, that was a big hole that Bulldog offensive line opened up. So, again, Powell into deep snap. Morales is the holder. Lopez is the kicker. Snap is back. Hold is down. Kick is up. And all three are good. 21-21, 11 minutes and 51 seconds. Left to go here in this ballgame as the Bulldogs were able to capitalize on the very first play of the fourth quarter. So let, let's, let's, let's go fast forward a little bit. Okay. They score. Okay. Great Creek goes down and scores. They leave us say three minutes. We go down and score. Do you go for two? <laughs> uh, I don't make those decisions because I just tell you which decision they made. <laughs> Oh, man. No, I mean, Great Creek already shown so far in this game that they can put together an eight-minute drive. So, Bulldog defense, time to uh, step up here, make a play, force that turnover, hold them to that that three and out deep. Let's not even wait for that. Let's see if the special teams can make a special play here and get us the football back. Okay, one step ahead of me. I like it. We've already been there once tonight. Yeah. Doable. So as Lopez is going to tee the ball up at the 40, right in the middle of the football field. And he, uh, we'll see what he decides to do with this kickoff as he's kicked a couple, maybe all three to this near side, I think, hadn't he? I think all three he's kind of pulled to this left side. As he look, aims, looks, looks like he's aiming right, but he comes across and goes left. He does the same thing again. It's going to be fair caught right at the... He's, yeah, he didn't wave fair catch. I thought he did. No, the guy behind him was waving. And there, there's one flag thrown over there at about the 37-yard line. And that's what they're going to call. Is he looks like they're going to say he fair caught it and took off running. And let's see what they discuss. Yep, they're going to call. I guess they call it delay of game. I'm not sure what that legal procedure or, or something. As when the fair catches it and continues on. So it's going to back him up. Should back him up five, I believe. But where he caught it was about the 37 yard line, 36 yard line. My guess would be mark off. No, they're going to mark it off from the 40. There's now Great Creek over there is wanting an explanation, but we saw, you know, definitely saw a hand wave. Yeah, definitely. I saw. A player running up, waving his hands. 
Uh, maybe Brady getting away with one because I, I, I do believe that it was a different player that caught that ball coming running in for the middle of the field. But even if you see that, you still run down there because if he fumbles it, it's a live ball. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm not sure if, if one player is making a fair catch call and he's not the one to do it with in the same vicinity. He's going to take snap. He's going to come to his near side. Bulldog is going to shoot the gap this time. It's number 64. Everett getting into this ball game. He shoots the gap. He doesn't necessarily make the tackle, but he hits a leg, forcing the running back to take a you know a sidestep, and DJ Powell there to clean up the rest of it. Good job there by number 64, Garrett Everett of the Bulldogs, checking into this ball game here at uh, defensive end position. So it's going to bring up second down and ten, and now would be just a great time for you to force this three and out or four and out, however you know it sees fit. So they're going to go strong to the other side of the football field. Going to be the fullback, and it was a high snap. But this time the Bulldogs are there to hold him to about a three or four yard gain. And again, you could still argue that that back is moving yeah. right before the snap. Still a little bit of movement early, you know, from our angle up here. Just once again, great job by this Bulldog defense. Gillespie on the outside over there, stepping up, meeting the, meeting the runner in the hole, uh, forcing this third and, uh, we'll say, six. Yeah, maybe they're considering like he's going laterally so it's not a false start. Like he's just going in motion. So only other thing I could think of is why they're not calling. So anyway, third down and seven. Formation out. There's going to be, should be a false start on that one. And there was at least two or three guys moving there the Eagles, and that's going to back him up five, put him down at about third, third and 11, as the Bulldog players on the field are waving their hands to this crowd to get loud, try to give him something to feed off of for third down and 11 from the, 20, uh, from the 33-yard line. Huge third down play for this Bulldog defense. Ten minutes left to go in this ballgame. 21, 21 is your score. As they're going to go strong to this near side of the football field. There's another move here. Two guys moved. And again, each side's pointing to each side, but I only saw white jerseys moving on that play. As now back them up, brings up third down and 16. They third down and they backed them up a long ways on that one. Third down and 17 is what they're going to officially call it. Again, they're going to go more of a balanced set now. They're going to come strong to this near side again. Going to send a guy in motion. It's going to be that reverse play. Ball is on the ground, and it looks like looks like the Bulldogs have come up with it. DJ Powell. DJ Powell coming up and put his big paws on him. And I can promise you, if he gets his miss on it, you're not going to strip it away from him in that on the ground. No, once, once he had his hands on that ball, nobody was taking it from him. As the Bulldogs set up shop at the 25-yard line, that's what they needed to get going and force that first turnover. As the Bulldogs come up to the line, twins to the far side of the football field. Shotgun formation again. Zeke Jones in the backfield with Baronet. He's going to take snaps. He's going to fake the handoff. Follow Jones up the hole. He's going to jump up in the air and get across the 20. Let's see where they mark him down at. 
They're going to mark him down just inside the 20-yard line. So a good six-and-a-half-yard pickup there on first down for Baronators. He just followed everybody in the middle of that hole. Jones and Mason Harris, you know, led the way there. Good job by that offensive line of the Bulldogs. So second down and four-and-a-half. Again, exact same formation, twins to the far side. Shotgun, Baronator, quarterback, takes a snap, hands it to Jones. Makes a cutback, one more move, high steps, gets across the 15. They're going to mark him down at the 14. Again, he's just finding that hole where the original play is not supposed to go. He's just making his own way through that defense. Yeah, Jones just buying his time, waiting, waiting, waiting for that hole to open up and hitting the gap hard and fast. So, again, exact same formation for the Bulldogs. We answer the far side of the football field. This time, Jones is flanking the near, the left side of Baronet. This time, he's going to fake the handoff. Through. He's going to call his own numbers. Up the middle, he's going to get across the 10. And the Bulldogs are just picking up five yards on each play. Yeah, Bulldog defense is doing what I like to see here and taking a little play, you know, from Grape Creek out of their playbook. And let's just keep the ball on the ground. We're doing what works. Eat some time up. And uh, make sure we're getting good solid yardage on every possession. Again. Exact same formation again. Twins to the far side of the football field. Baronet is going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jones. He's going to run to the outside, and he's going to be met by several Eagles that time. He's not picking up anything. Is that time they stretched it out, and Zeke Jones had nowhere to cut back because he was looking for that cutback. Well, good job by that defense. It's going to bring up a third down and five and a half for the Bulldogs. Huge two plays here for this Bulldog offense. You know, after forcing an amazing turnover there, they're going to break the huddle again. Twins to the far side of the football field. Baronet in the shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jones up the middle. Stutter steps. Gets across the five. He's going to probably get in the end zone, and he does. Touchdown. Brady Bulldogs. Ruth Jones from about five yards out. Or I'm sorry, ten yards out. High steps from about the five in. That little center serve, just like, like the defense stepped up. And he just put the gas back on and was able to get in the end zone. Yeah, stutter kind of like maybe he was going to cut back to the middle and then just did a little Barry Sanders step leg move there, cut to the outside, and puts it in the end zone. Yeah, old school with a Barry Sanders. Yeah, it was Woo. pretty good old school. Oh, here we go. Little bit of a huge extra point here by Lopez. Snap his back, hold it down, and the kick is blocked, but it's going to be picked up by a Bulldog player. He's going to try to get in, and like I said, that was going to be a huge extra point as they doubled up on that far side of the of the formation and came in and made a huge block. That could that could do a huge as we left him with seven minutes and forty seconds, and it's going to probably put Great Creek in that every possession is going to be a four down possession. So 27 to 21 is your score. And we'll just keep it here again as the Bulldogs finally have their first lead of this ball game with 7 minutes and 39 seconds left to go. It's going to be another nail-biter like last week. Yeah, not, not the game that everybody wanted to see, but it's a great game by the Bulldogs and uh, like you said, nail-biter, uh, Grape Creek. I think if you're Brady, we have we have to kick this ball deep and 
make them march the entire length of the field if they're going to score. You know, I, I began to think maybe we kick it short because a lot of our starters are on the special team. You know, maybe you just kick it high so they're not having to run, you know, 40, 50 yards down the field and then come back and play defense when they've already been on offense and been on defense. But we'll see what Angel Lopez decides to do as he has it teed up again at the 40. He kicks it high, and it's going to be fair caught at the um, 34-yard line. So here we go, Bulldog fans. It's going to be the Bulldog defense against the Great Creek offense with seven minutes and 38 seconds left to go in this ballgame. 27-21 is your score. And I don't think one single person has left this stadium no, still a packed house tonight. Well, the Bulldogs come in on defense here. Everett, Taylor, Wills, and Gillespie are your front linemen trying to bring some fresh legs in as uh, they're going to go strong to the far side of the football field. It's going to be a snap. It looks like another false start again. Yeah, that's how number three in the backfield for Grape Creek. Just before the snap comes, he's squat. He's doing that little lean, or he squats down. He's well, going to run. And I know you can't squat, but I'm thinking maybe they're going to let you move lateral. You know, you can't move forward. I know for sure. But either way, it's going to be five yards, first and fifteen. Like I said, the Bulldogs, Isaiah Tar, and Adrian Madrani, your linebackers, and along with uh, Mason Harris on the outside, Zeke Jones. Morales and Ferris are going to be your secondary. Strong, they're going to go strong to the far side of the football field. If we shift over, and I'm not sure what they call that, I guess false start. Well, I guess right when the Bulldogs shifted, and, and you know, that's kind of what I was thinking we're going to have to do. You know, maybe not shoot the gap, but overload one side. You know, make the coaches over there second guess what they're doing. Yeah, get, show one presentation and then make a shift for a different look. Yeah, because you know about when they're snapping the ball because it's almost the exact same time on the on the game clock on the play clock. You know, every snap. So now first and twenty, as the ball is inside the twenty-five yard line, exact same formation. They were strong to the far side. Bulldogs shift that way. It's going to be. Uh, Savita going that side, and the Bulldogs trying to stretch it out. He's got some room to run, though. He's going to pick up the penalty yardage and get down to the... I think they're going to knock him out of bounds at the 35, but there's two penalties on the play. <clears throat> so it looks like there's going to be a penalty for a hold, and then... Some extracurricular activities going on next to one ref, but then the other ref threw the flag at the other ref. So I don't know, but it would have been a huge holding penalty. But now it's going to be offset, and it might still be <coughs> first down and 20. And they kind of threw me off there. We shifted to that far side of the football field, and they were able still to pick up 10 yards there. Oh, so just straight personal foul against the Bulldogs. That's automatic first down. Wow. Mistakes. Mistakes there. That's what, you know, that's what 
put some nails in the coffin last week with those penalties where you're giving them automatic first down. Yeah. It was first and 20, and you gave them an automatic first down. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, the first flag came in early, and then the second flag comes in way late. I wonder what the the second flag was for. Yeah, because it's still got to be offset because it wasn't dead ball. I don't think. I think it was still while the play was going. So first and 10 from the uh, 48-yard line. Bulldog defense again called upon. They're going to come to this near side. He's got some running room. He's going to be hit, though, by number 13, Ferris. And I thought he had some running room as a Bulldog defender made him cut back in the middle. And he's going to pick up two and a half, three yards there. Let's give him three yards. So it's um, going to be second down in about seven. And it's not a good sign either as you got D.J. Powell limping off this football field. And he plays probably 85% of the plays for this Bulldog team. So second down in a long seven and a half. They're going to go strong to the far side of the football field. Going to be taken by the fullback up the middle. He hits off, spins off one guy, and he falls forward for a first down. Tough running there by Brionis. Individual effort, just like the Bulldog players, as Coach Easterwood is down here begging for, you know, illegal chop block. And doesn't get the call, but first and ten, six and a half left to go in this ball game as Great Creek is already in Bulldog territory, about the 47-yard line, or sorry, 42-yard line, as Brionis was able to pick up major yardage there on that second down play. So they're going to go strong to this near side. It's going to be Dylan who does come this way as he's able to find the hole there and pick up five yards. And I'm kind of seeing what our defensive ends are doing is just shooting up the field and it's leaving a big hole. Um, you know, maybe go a little more flatter, you know, from your defensive end position. Don't shoot so far up the field that he has he has a lane just to cut back and pick up big yardage on. So second down and about five and a half for the Eagles. And we're already down to five and a half minutes to left, left to go in this ball game. And let's hope that extra point doesn't loom large. They're going to go strong to that far side of the football field. He's going to, Dylan's going to take the snap. He's going to cut back and get down to about the 35-yard line. So it's going to bring up third down and three for Grape Creek. Huge play. Next two plays here for this Bulldog defense. Because now when they snap this ball, it's going to be close to about four and a half minutes. As Easterwood is yelling at his troops out there, trying to get them pumped up to make a huge play here on third down and three. And again, look at that, 16 seconds left. That back to have exactly a 14 seconds on the play clock. You're going to go strong side to this near side. It's going to be the big man getting the ball, and he's just dancing around, and he's going to pick up five, seven yards again, and that's back-to-back seven-yard runs for number 40. And he pick up a, he's going to be able to pick up a first down inside the Bulldog 30-yard line. As the Bulldogs shuffling in and out, defensive linemen are trying to do something to make a big play here 
you know, again, the turnover, I mean, the penalty, first and 20. You know, you keep going back to that playing disciplined football. Now they're going to go strong to the far side of the football field. Dylan's going to take the, they're going to snap it to the right back again. He's just going to lower his shoulder. He's going to pick up 12 yards again. And, you know, they're just like they're letting them through. The offensive line is letting our guys through, and he's just filling in right behind them. As we're, you know, looking at Dylan and Crow, you know, what do you do? Do you just let them score quick? You know, I was going to make that comment, but I didn't want to be the, the mad commentator up here. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean yet you, you have to stop their offensive drive, and they're just going to sit here and eat up clock, and now you're down inside of three and a half minutes. And they're inside the 20. Yeah, because it's going to be three minutes and 15 seconds or so when they snap this football. <clears throat> They're going to go strong to this near side. And this time it's going to be Dylan. And he's going to fall forward about the 17 yard line. You know, second down and seven. Great Kirk is eating up 40 seconds of, of, game, of game clock. Yeah, every, play every play. Every play. This is what you got to think about. You got three timeouts. You know they're already at the 16 yard, 15 yard line. And like I said, look, watch. They won't break the huddle to 14. And there it goes. Every time. And they're going to go stronger the far side of the football field. Brionis is on that side also. It's going to be a swoop to that far side of the football. He's got some room to run on the outside. He's going to be drugged down by. Number two, Zeke Jones, inside, or just outside the 10-yard line. And it's going to be two minutes and a minute and 40 seconds before they snap this next ball. And they got three timeouts, so they can eat up everything. So third and three. Huge play here. I mean, they're going to go for it on fourth down, but... Yeah, a minute 57 and still 20 seconds on the play clock here. They're going to go strong to this near side. Keep an eye on number 40 because he's been the workhorse on this drive. This time they're going to boot back deep. He's going to be hit and he's going to fall forward and get a first down because he just falls forward. And the Bulldogs are going to have to turn, burn a timeout. You can't leave them because they're going to run this inside of a minute. Well, they snap this ball, and I think they do. The Bulldogs will take a timeout. We'll take a 30-second timeout. When we come back, we'll have this first down and go play from just outside the five. Cortez Welding Fencing and Dozer Service has a fully stocked hardware store. If you haven't been in lately, stop by and see our new fencing materials, plumbing supplies, stay-tough tools, and even equipment to make your jobs complete. Cortez Welding Fencing and Dozer Service is your stay-tough dealer here in Brady. Open Mondays through Friday, 8 to 5 at 806 San Angelo Highway, or give our shop a call at 597-2048. Cortez Fencing, Welding, and Dozer Service. We can do the job for you or supply you with everything you'll need to do the job yourself. Cortez Welding Fencing and Dozer Service and one-stop hardware store store and we're back here at brady bulldog stadium where great creek has just been able to methodically eat up six and a half minutes <coughs> excuse me of this fourth quarter they've got the ball first and goal from about the seven yard line with a minute and 40 seconds left to go and let me tell you a minute and 40 seconds for them is nothing because they will that's two plays for them basically 
but they're behind, so they can't let it go too fast from them. As the Bulldogs again are playing without two starters, Seth Feaster and J.D. Ibarra. So here we go. They're going to go strong to the far side. It's going to be the big man right up the middle, and he's going to get to about the five or four yard line where he stopped. And again, the Bulldogs take a timeout. And we'll just keep it here. It's going to bring up second down and goal just inside the five. And, you know, I kind of watch that time. I, when I watch them line up, they'll, they'll do a tackle over and then put the, the big fullback and then the wingback. So they're extremely strong on one side. And the last two times they've run up the middle, they've been more balanced. They've got a guard and tackle on each side. I mean, I don't know if that's just on this drive. I've just noticed it or if it's been the whole game, but I kind of figured number 40 was going to get the ball this time because they were more, you know, balanced set and not, you know, strong. You know, they're basically super strong on one side, and that's where Dylan has been, you know, eating up most of his yardage is on those super strong sides of the, of the formation. See, now they're, they're balanced again as that, the garden tackle in the end, and the garden tackle in the end, and then the swing back. So here we go. Bulldog defense being called. It's going to be a fake reverse. He's going to try to get to the outside. He's got a little seam, and he's going to score the touchdown for Grave Creek with a minute and 33 seconds left to go. And the Bulldogs are down to one timeout. Huge extra point here. As Dylan just took it in from four and a half yards. As their uh, Bulldog defense has been on the field for probably 80% of this ball game. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to look at our statistician over there to get total time of possession, if that's the stat that she keeps. <laughs> she doesn't keep it. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, huge extra point here. 27 all right now. With Crow set to try the extra point. It's going to be a fake. He's going to roll to that. I don't know why he needed to go that way. He just throws it in the... Back in the end zone, and it's dropped. Oh, big. Oh, big my God. Number eight for the Bulldogs. Number six. Number six? Izzy Morales. Yeah, Izzy Morales. That ball was in his hand, and he turned around and said, I don't think so. Wow. And played a big hit. And it wasn't a mistake. I, I don't know what happened. Well, I, I, I didn't think it was that bad of a snap. No, I think Brady gets through the line quick, and... Went to their, they went to the fire play because they didn't think they were going to get the kickoff. Or maybe they were going for two. Oh, man, would that have been amazing if we could have picked that off? And... <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> After they did all that to eat up all that clock and uh, the extra point. Yeah, no reason to go for two or run a fake period, so had to be a broken play. So minute and a half, one timeout. Doable. Very doable. I don't honestly know what Lopez's range is. I mean, his extra points, there's been a few of them. He's kicked over that fence. Not the not the brick fence, the chain link. But, I mean, he could be good from if we could get down to the 20. Oh, yeah. You know, 37-yarder. Which way is the wind blowing tonight? Nothing. Uh, no wind. Just just this dead steal. But let's go Bulldog offense. is going to be called upon to try to 
win this football game. You called it earlier. Team with the ball last. Team with the ball last. Going to have the chance to make this <clears throat> two-minute drive here. One minute, 32 seconds left. Man, I, I don't, I'd even be a little not down to put number three back there with Jones to return this, extra, this kickoff. I mean, you've got to win this game. Yeah, definitely a must win. But, uh, you know, putting your starting quarterback back there to, in a high speed, dangerous. I mean, because I know they're going to keep it away from two. As Walker kicks it, he's going to kick it high. It's going to be taken by a 13 after 25. He's got some room. He's going to bring it up to about the 38-yard line, but still a great return for um, Mr. Ferris there. Like I said, the hole, but he closed it. He hit it hard, yeah. and that's what you got to do. Huge play by Great Creek. Special teams there, number 20, just come out of nowhere and close that gap and make a tackle. So, man, I wish we had number seven in there because you go that two-back set and never know which way we're going. We're going to go twins to this near side. Uh, now we're going to get yeah, twins a tight bunch in this near side. Late guy running in on the field, Joseph Garza. So shotgun formation. Bernie's going to take snap. He's going to roll that way. It's going to be just a sweep that way. Quarterback keeper. He's going to get to the outside. He's going to get out of bounds. About the 50 at about 48 yard line of Grove Creek. Ran off seven seconds. Picked up. 13 yards. Smart play for him to get out of bounds, too. Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, Bulldogs are going to have to be smart here, being backed up. Grape Creek still has three timeouts. Yes. So, secure the ball. No mistakes. So, we're going to go twin to this near side. Shotgun formation. He's going to hand it to Jones to this outside. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's going to sit on one man, and he, oh, he's not able to get away from him. Great job there by Briones, that outside linebacker. I thought he had some room, but great defensive player there by number 40 of Great Creek. So second down and 13 for the Bulldogs. Shotgun formation. Then take snap. It's going to be Jones up the middle. He's got some running room, a lot of running room. One makes one man miss. Spring move to the 35, down to about the 33-yard line. And they're going to tack on 15 more for a late hit. But Jones is not getting up, and I'm not sure where we turn to after this. I do not know who would be your your third back back there. Maybe Tar. He's run the ball some in junior high. And JV, yeah, that's who they're going to have to go with. You know, attacking another 15 on here, that's going to put you down to the 17-yard line. yard line, so... Do you give Angel the chance? No. Touchdown. Okay, I mean, touchdown. touchdown. Ultimately, touchdown is the goal here, but I think he's good for it. No, this is, this is 47 seconds. You keep the ball in number three's hand. You've got a linebacker out there, running back. Hasn't played all year. Oh, no, they're going to bring Mason Harris, who has run the ball, too. Still keep it at number three, hands, and make him make a play here. Shotgun formation, twins to the far side. It's going to be a fake handoff. Bernie's going to bounce it. I was hoping he would cut it up the middle and not take a loss, and he did. And I'm not sure who burned the timeout here. 
And I uh, hope it's the Bulldogs, and I was hoping we wouldn't, because you never know when you need to maybe set up that field goal. Yeah. Behind the chains here, second down at 13. Uh, 36 seconds, no timeouts. And the young man looks like he's getting down here ready to warm up. I'll leave him alone, y'all. He, he knows what to do. So you, if you don't pick up the first down here, you're going to get second down and then third down and then have to uh, – or you're going to get second down you're going to have to spike it on third to stop the clock if you don't get out of bounds. Yeah, or you don't pick up the first down. Or you don't pick up the first. Number two is going to check back in this ballgame. I hope so. Because I think it was just that one play he had to sit out because he, you know, they had to call a timeout. So here we go, second down and about 13 for the Bulldogs at the 20-yard line. You know, I mean, I'd like it, I'd like to get it down at least to the 10 where it just feels like it's a chip shot for him if he has to. So trips to the far side of the football field, shotgun formation. Aaron is going to take the snap. He's going to roll to this near side. He's going to run a one-man run. And he's got a big touchdown. Brady Bulldogs. And we ran a post-flag route. And Keegan Ferris turned that. DB totally sideways. Touchdown. I don't think anybody in the stands was expecting that. I think they were expecting a, a, you know, a, a running back to the trip side of the field like we've done all night. And Baronet put it right on the money. Yeah, great throw by Baronet. And you're exactly right. Nobody was expecting that ball to go in the air. Uh, that's, the only, that's only the third pass play we've ran tonight, or fourth pass play. That's the fourth pass play of the night. And the lone completion, or no, there wasn't. It was a fumble, but huge play, huge <laughs> touchdown, great pitch and catch, Baronet, uh good throw on the money. Apologize, Bulldogs fans getting excited. That was an amazing play. I was I, actually after I saw him roll, I started watching his route. Great route by Keegan Ferris. Like I said, he turned that DB around three different ways, and Baronet put it right on the money. So extra point. Coming up here for the Bulldogs. Snap his back. Kick is up, and this one is good. 34 27. 30 seconds left to go in this ballgame. We Bulldogs currently have a seven point lead. Great Creek still has all three timeouts in 30 seconds. Would we have a minute and what? Minute forty, a minute, a minute thirty. Minute thirty. Minute thirty-five after the kickoff, and the Bulldogs really and honestly on this defensive series, be smart. Yeah, no. don't give them fifteen. You know, everybody's hyped up. You're gonna you have. You got to keep your emotion out of it. Yeah, uh, stay, stay composed. Do your duty. You know, if you got to turn that guy back to the inside. Turn him back to the inside and, and make a play. So Bulldogs are going to have to get out there and special teams first. And hey, you was getting you was getting amped up for number ten to kick a, a field goal. I could see it in your eyes. I, I was. <laughs> I wanted. You know, he's in and in every every week for us, and I, I say give give him a shot. He, I think there was no doubt he was going to be good. But that one, yeah, this one right down it was right down the middle. Yeah. So here we go. Again, see what the Bulldogs decide to do. Don't kick it out of bounds. Don't give them nothing. Oh, and he's got a great play there by number 33 just to 
you know, that, that a lot of bad things can happen when that ball's spinning like that. But you kind of want him to kick that down the middle where there's nobody. But still, they're going to be 55 yards away with 30. How can nothing? One, uh, they usually just go one second down, you know, after you, you catch the ball. At least one second should run off. Because it wasn't a fair catch or nothing called. But here we go. 30 seconds. We're going to go strong to this near side. They're going to have two running backs again. He's going to take he's going to pass. But they're going to run all goes. He's just going to heave it. And, oh, they're, are they going to call pass in the field? Because they were both juggling through that foot. They were both trying to get position. And what happened last week? It's not a spot foul, but it still gives them free yardage and the clock stopped. Wow. Defensive hold. That's just five yards. So it's going to bring it up to the 50. But it's, it's first down, but still. But first down is not. A, I thought defensive holding was a five yard penalty and automatic first down. They marked off 10, so 22 seconds, 45 yards. And that poor, that defensive line is used to the run, run, run. They were like, oh, man, I, what do I do? So here we go. Strong to the far side of the football field. Again, they're going to run to that side. He's going to try to stretch it out as far as he can. And he's going to be held on to and held up. Just keep holding him up. Don't let him get out of bounds. Ten seconds, nine. Nine seconds to go. But they've got it down far enough that you, you got Hail Mary distance here. Did he get out of bounds, or did they? I think they – no, I guess he did. So nine seconds left to go. The ball is marked at the 36-yard line. Like I said, that's – you know, you could get that that, many, that much yardage. How much time are they going to put back on the clock? Because that's what he's looking to do. Six, 16 seconds or add six seconds? There's no way that play just – So there was, what, 22 seconds left to go, right? Yes. So uh, you're going to add six seconds, so it should be 15 seconds. Uh, you know, basically, that's really enough for two plays. Unless you hold them up, you know, like they've been doing. They've been trying to fight for extra yardage. And, and yeah, they're going to put go 15. Yeah, 15 seconds. He was saying add six seconds. It was yeah. down to nine. So 15 seconds, you know, basically that's basically almost enough for two plays unless it's, you're flipping a quick out route. So I'm guessing he got out of bounds as the Brady fans have come to life here in this ball game Again, they're going to go strong to this near side to the right side of the football field. Watch out for that reverse. Nope, it's going to be a pass play. Oh, he's going to flip it to Brionis. He's going to make a man miss. In the minutes, hold him up. Hold him up. Three seconds. One second left. Are they going to go back to three? 
Wow, this is getting down because he's down at the 19-yard line. This is going to be the last play for this football game, barring a defensive penalty, and he had all day to throw. Yeah, rolling out to the right side here, or our near side, and good coverage by um, the defense, by those, our secondary, and one guy broke loose, and we, we got him covered, and I think that's who was waiting to get open, and then number 40 for Great Creek just find his time, kind of sitting across the middle of the field, and... Yeah, he was blocking and then just turned around and became a receiver. Yep. But the Bulldogs did a great job as everybody in the stands along with me. Hold him up, eat clock, just keep pushing him sideways. Even if he tries to go down, hold him up. <laughs> yeah, burn, burn, hold him up and let him let him get the yards. Just don't let him get in the end zone. Yeah, you could just let him move forward and just hold him, hold him, and then at the end drop down. So... <laughs> Here we go. This is it. Brother Bulldogs fan. Fourth down, I mean, first down in 10 from the 19. One second left to go. Great Creek has to get this in the end zone. As the Bulldogs fans are screaming loud for this defense. They're going to go strong to this near side. Always look for that reverse. He's looking like 33 is looking to the left like he's coming back across the field. And he's not, he's going to go in the pass route. And the Bulldogs send a blitz. And there's nobody there but the Bulldogs fall down. And number 21, hold that football, just go down. As he does, and the dirty Bulldogs are going to come out of this game with the W. Wow. Wow, big, big play there by the defense. Bringing that pressure, forcing them to throw that ball in the air. And the refs are in the middle of the field discussing something. And I'm hoping it's not a, a, uh, a, you know, ref in the pass or anything, because that's. Well, the flag is on the sideline where our player was tackled out of bounds. Unless they called something. Holy cow, what are they going to call here? The flag? Where's the flag? He picked it up. It was over there. The flag was over there about the 25-yard line. They're marking off yardage. They're marking. What? I don't know what they're playing. They're still talking to him. I didn't see anything thrown until after he was tackled. What did he call? I do not know what the... Wow. What it was? I have no idea. I'm not sure what he called. Channy, what did he call? Well, our... Channy, what did he call? Either way, they're going to get an untimed... No, 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 no. We're taking over on offense here. Oh. Because you're on defense, I guess? When he threw him out of, why do you mark? I guess it can't end on a, well, it wasn't an offensive possession, though. I don't know. So we're just going to take. Okay. Take a knee. Take a knee and end it here. And that's what we do. Wow. We apologize, good old friend. And I still don't know what he called. He marked off yardage. Well, I guess he said something to him after the tackle. 
Oh, okay. So they called him unsportsmanlike and marked him half the distance to the goal. Yeah. Which would have put him at the ten. At the ten. Okay. Right around the ten. Okay. So either way, you Brady Bulldogs two and one district play. Great Creek two and one. The Bulldogs do have the tie- <laughs> excuse me the tiebreaker against Great Creek, <laughs> but not against Sonora. So not sure what happened tonight. But Sonora still, I think Sonora will. Well, let's check the scores real quick. Uh, Ballinger was playing, uh, or not Kerrville, uh, Ingram Tomore. And they, I'm thinking they had to play Bang. So Ballinger on top of Tom of Ingram, 54 to 0. And Sonora over Bangs, 50 to 25. And then Brady on top of Grape Creek. So. Either way you look at it, next week, though, we will be in Tom Gre- uh, Ingram, Texas, where we take on the Ingram Tom Green Warriors. And like I said, and now, after we win this, every game becomes big. You can't, you can't have a letdown, and, and the Bulldogs are going to have to find a way to get, to get healthy. I mean, there, there was three, three Bulldog players down there at the end of the game, you know, around the trainer. And, you know, our numbers – you know, on certain parts of the, on the, especially in the running back, you know, you know, Mason came in and didn't get to carry the ball, but, you know, Zeke Jones, give that young man credit as he carried every carry other than, uh, I mean, he carried every running back carry of the night. Yeah, stepping up big with uh, Ibarra being out of the game and really, I don't want to say putting the team on his back, but, you know, stepping up, carrying the ball a lot more than what he's used to seeing. And, and, and the junior quarterback had yeah. some huge plays. Yeah, keeping the ball more this game and, and putting it on, putting the ball in his hands and letting his feet do some work tonight. Uh, you know, and I like showing that because if you get seven back and you show that three can carry the ball also, you know, you're, you're not so one definitely one-sided. You know, that's, then that's what the Bulldogs have to look to next week. Is, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening tonight. Um, the Bulldogs do walk away with a 34-27 victory here at home against the Grape Creek Eagles. And this was, like I said, a battle-tested game. And the Bulldogs need a couple of those battle-tested games, trying to finish out district two more games. And then, you, you know, playoff season start. So either way, next week, kickoff, 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air at about 6.50 from Ingram. We hope to see everybody there. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL. K-N-E-L.